0: Hi friend, it's 2020 and let's be real. If you're anything like me, this year is not going the way you planned. It may feel lonely, scary, disappointing, or even overwhelming. But especially in times like these and no matter what life stage you're currently in, do you find yourself longing for something better, something real? When all else has been stripped away, what matters most? Maybe like me, you wonder about things like restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. In truth, I am on an imperfect journey of pursuing Jesus Christ and what it looks like to find those things in relationship with Him. It's a journey I committed two years ago when I dedicated my life to following Christ. And it's a journey I invite friends to explore with me, even if, and honestly, especially if, you don't know what path you're on. So, for those who are skeptical, curious, or just need some encouragement, can I get an amen? (laughs) This podcast is for you. Please come along with me as we journey together towards finding something real. Welcome back to the Finding Something Real podcast. A couple days ago, we were talking with Michelle Tupin and Kim Juarez. And I'm so excited that they are still here. Welcome back, Kim and Michelle.
1: Thank you. It's good to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad you're here.
0: It is a privilege to welcome back my very good friends. And when we had taken a break here a couple days ago, Kim, you had just shared some really um, great thoughts. And I wanted to follow up on that because you you said something that I think sometimes can be controversial um, in Christian circles. You said that we are enough, That's it's a lie to believe we're not. Um, I've heard speakers, Christian speakers say, um, the, the reason why you feel like you're not enough is because you're not. I think the world has this message about you are enough. Uh, you are enough. It, it's very confusing mm-hmm. um, because in I see these signs all over the place. When I go to the school, you know, when I could go to the school that my kids go to, usually. not not lately. <laughs> um, you know, there's signs everywhere that say, you are enough. Um, but I also have heard, and I've heard Christians speak it too, but I've also heard Christians say, well, the message of the gospel is that you're not, but that God came and saved it, mm-hmm. saved you. And made you enough. And so um, what do you mean by you are enough? And how does that look like in terms of the redemption work that Christ does in our lives?
2: Yeah. yeah. So if, if you go and read Psalm, uh, Psalms 139, it just talks about how the Lord made you and how he made you. And you made you for a purpose. And you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And he loves us. And he makes us who he wants us to be. And as we let down our guard and we let go of our in uh, our um, control about making us who we want ourselves to be, we're, we're going to be able to trust him and receive that peace because we're never going to make ourselves good enough. But he mm-hmm. says, you're enough walk with me and I'll show you. And Mm -hmm. and even when you're saying that the the scripture that comes to my mind, it's Psalms 37. It says, trust in the Lord and do what is good. Dwell in the land and live securely. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. It starts with releasing our will to delight in the Lord, to love the Lord to worship him. And that as we do that, as we walk with him, then our desires and his desires for us are going to match. And one day we're going to wake up and we're going to go, I I like who I am. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm okay. I was thinking that driving down the road yesterday, you guys, I'm 63, I keep mm. saying that, right? But I'm driving down the road <laughs> and, and I'm I'm in the in the car with my husband and I'm like, I'm I like me.
1: Mm. I, so good, I, right? don't
2: need, I don't mm. need to wear a certain thing, have a certain thing, drive a certain thing, live in a certain place, have a certain activity. And this was a big one for me, you guys know this. Have a label on my door that says mm-hmm. "counselor," right? Mm-hmm. When I let that go, um, it's it's like uh, Lisa Turker says in her book. Uh, it's not supposed to be this way. It says sometimes you get your life back. To get your life back, you have to face the death of what you thought your life would be. Mm-hmm. So it's it's about surrender, because it's the Lord in his sovereignty, as we walk with him and surrender to him and delight in him, that gives us that internal understanding that we are enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. It's all about him, but it's our obedience to him willingly letting him and and that's that's the like i'm selling i feel like a salesman right now just try it you know just try it just let him just go into scripture delight yourself worship him and and just just do it and and just continue to do it and one day you'll wake up like me and say hopefully it won't be 63 and you'll say i,
1: I like me I, i'm okay i'm good thank you lord <laughs> I think too, you know, along with that, um, fear attacks the strongest of us. So Mm -hmm. I think the underlying component there of not feeling worthy is listening to the voice of fear that accuses us of not doing enough, not being powerful enough or loving enough, just not being enough. Yeah, yeah right? But then in Matthew 28, 18, um, Jesus tells us that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him. And when we accept Jesus into our hearts, when we have the Holy Spirit living in us, our lives are hidden in him. And that is what makes us worthy. That's what makes us enough. Yeah. I think, you know, that sometimes I know for myself, I have this way of complicating things. And I think, you know, I think sometimes we just need to reel it back and just not make it so complicated, you know, just yeah. acknowledging that, you know what, I'm enough because God says I'm enough because God lives inside of me and mm-hmm. I have surrendered my life to him, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. it's just, we're holy because he's holy. Yeah. We're set apart yeah. because he's set apart yeah. and that makes us enough.
2: Yeah. Well, and I'm going to add to that really quick, Michelle. Um, uh, we're, my husband gave a graduation speech one time like 100 years ago. Not really. But <laughs> anyway, and he just said, um, you know, he goes, um, every one of us have uh, two fears that we have to deal with fear of failure, and fear of rejection. And that's what Mm -hmm. I lived with all my life. And I realized, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, even normal people have those fears, right? And so Mm -hmm. at the beginning of this whole pandemic thing, one of the things that the Lord dropped in my spirit is 2 Timothy 1, 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but Mm -hmm. one of power, Mm -hmm. love, and sound mind. Sound mind. Think about what you're thinking about. So that... Yeah. And it's, and it's his love and it's his power. And, and
1: he, yeah, he's not give us, we're, we're not to fear. Right. And you can't speak something true and false at the same time. Exactly. So I think, you know, we need to be cognizant of, okay, what am I speaking? Yeah. You know, what, am, what am I speaking over my household? What am I speaking over my husband, my, yeah. my children, myself? What, what am I telling myself? Exactly. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm all about these statistics. I, I think that they're fascinating. I don't know you know how accurate they are or not, but I read recently that one in four women struggle with depression and anxiety. Yeah, and that breaks my heart. Yeah, that it breaks my heart. but I think, my gosh,' I'm, I'm sure the numbers are much higher right now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, and that goes with the whole, um, confusion, you know, Mm -hmm. and a lot of us don't want to admit that we have anxiety or those types of things. Right. And so the enemy has a heyday in our mind, um, you know, within our mind. And so, but we hide it really well and we have really great masks and we decorate them. Um, you know, all this kind of thing. But one of the, um, other things that I've learned from Joyce Meyer and battlefield of her book battlefield field of the mind is think about what you're thinking about. And, and then, um, also uh, a prayer that I have prayed that has been revolutionary to me in my mind trap, which I would, because I was raised in a, like I said, to believe I was nothing. And, um, it's, uh, God, I come to you and I repent for communicating and connecting with the lie that I'm not good enough. And it's it's a powerful prayer because it releases, and it makes you re- realize, man, those things are rattling around in my brain. And but you capture those thoughts and you make them obedient to Christ, and and I don't have those ki- those thoughts anymore. And so that's what I would just. Think about what you're thinking about and use that prayer to repent for believing lies about yourself. Because the enemy wants you to keep those lies in your head because it keeps you from being the powerful person that you are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's good. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is the one who empowers us. You know, I was just talking to a friend earlier today and um, you know, just talking about how when the Holy Spirit convicts us of Sin or things that separate us from God, He's a gentleman, you know. He's mm-hmm. gentle, and yeah. um, it's it's truth that doesn't overwhelm us with guilt and shame. Yeah. You know, there's a conviction that happens. Yeah, um, and when you've experienced the difference, um, in fact, I was sharing this with my friend earlier, and <laughs> I don't know if I should share it now, but um, there was a, a season in my life where I did not feel guilty at all about not forgiving someone in my life that had hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt no guilt or shame about it. I was entitled to feel that way. I was angry and I was mad and I just held on to that. And every time I would feel a little guilt or shame, I would just think, whatever, I just des- they deserve my rejection. They've rejected me forever. And five years later, I'm standing as a different person in a very, um, in a situation where that person was right in front of me and it was like the Holy Spirit just spoke to my heart and said, uh, Janelle, you go and forgive that person, and you let them know that you love them. Because mm-hmm. I did love them, but I I'd been holding on to this right to be angry, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. so I I did. I remember going up there and you know apologizing, even though I mean you two know the, the backstory, and I'm not going to get into it on this podcast. But um, <laughs> I was you know entitled to feeling that way, and she deserved it, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, but in that moment, it was like I released it to the Lord. I stepped out in obedience. That person responded by walking away. And um, and it didn't matter her response as much as it meant. Uh, it mattered just being responsive to the Holy Spirit saying, that you, there's something better for you. You know, the, um, the series, The Chosen, I know you guys are aware of it. It's been mm-hmm. so influential in my life in the last few months. And um, it's a story about Jesus's life here on earth. And. It's so good. It's, it's a great series to watch, and you can find it by Googling uh, the Chosen Series on uh, Google. But anyway, there's a scene where Jesus comes to Mary Magdalene, and he meets her where she's at, and he puts his hand on her hand as she's reaching for another drink to like calm out um, you know, the horrific things in her life. And he says, that's not for you. That's not for you. Um, because he offers something better. Um, Okay. So real quick, a couple uh, last questions here. Um, I love asking people for practical resources or things that have helped them. I know both of you love music and worship. What's a song right now that is just really ministering to you during this season?
2: So um, last week, um, the Lord has been speaking a lot about this time of being like a, a uh, upper room moment. And, you know, where the disciples were in the upper room waiting for the gift that the father was going to bring. And um, just knowing that this is a moment of of waiting for what the Lord is preparing um, for us, right? Because he's always working in us and he's preparing us for stuff. Last week, my friend sent me this song by Elevation Worship, and it's called Rattle. And mm-hmm. so I, I have the lyrics right here. And I know the Lord during um, uh, Pentecost or during Passover, the Lord just asked, "What do you think the disciples felt like on Friday?" I mean, Jesus was crucified, and I'd never ever heard that from the Lord before, and it was really like I almost gasped, right? And then He's like, "What do you what do you think that they felt like on Saturday?" And I just went, "Oh man!" I mean, can you guys imagine? Like Jesus is gone. You know, He's dead. And uh, and the Lord said, I was still working. I still had a plan. And then we know the next day, of course, Jesus rose from the dead. So this song, this is some of the lyrics of this song. I just got this last Saturday. It's um, Saturday was silent. Surely it was through. But since when has impossible ever stopped you? Friday's disappointment is Sunday's empty tomb. Since when has impossible ever stopped you? This is the sound of dry bones rattling. This is the praise, make a dead man walk again. Open the grave, I'm coming out, I'm going to live, going to live again. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. Pentecostal fire, stirring something new. You're not going to run out of miracles anytime soon. Resurrection power runs deep within my veins too. I believe there's another miracle here in this room. My God is able to save and deliver and heal and restore anything that he wants to. And it just it's it's a rock and roll kind of song, so go check it out. It's amazing, but the truth of it is that my God is able to do anything that he wants to.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to have That's to go good. listen to that one.
2: It's awesome. Yeah. I'll send it right now. Okay. <laughs> About you, Michelle?
1: It's really good. Okay. So first of all, I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback really quick on the chosen. Mm-hmm. I know the scene you're talking about my husband and I, um, we just watched one right after the other. It's like, okay, it's going to be a late night. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, you have to just keep, keep going. I highly recommend it too. Mm-hmm. So, so, so good. Um, so right now, my battle cry song is We Praise You. It's live by Bethel Music and Brandon Lake. And um, I, oh gosh, the lyrics are just so powerful and so good. And it's just basically for, um, for, for those of you that are battling fear right now, um it's uh, gosh part of the lyrics here the chorus we'll see you break down every wall we'll watch the giants fall oh fear cannot survive when we praise you mm-hmm. and then um just the very end um i love the bridge and this is what i When I go out on my runs, this is I just play this over and over and over. And people probably drive by and think I'm crazy because I'm usually (laughs) flailing my arms and looking like a crazy woman, but I can't help it. Um, The the bridge is this is what living looks like. This Mm -hmm. is what freedom feels like. Mm -hmm. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We praise you. Mm -hmm. And I just love that because that that truly is. Just it's the truth. Fear can't, fear can't survive when we praise him. That's right. Right. Yeah, that's
2: right. Well, can I jump in really quick? So when you're talking about flailing the arms last week, I listened to it all the way on my bike ride, which was a very long, long ride. And there's a point that it just, they start like speaking out live, live dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And I'm driving, riding down the trail and like going from one side of where of, of Wenatchee live to the other side with my hands all up and down, you know, and I'm wearing my bright green bike riding jacket. So I'm kind of like out there and, but I didn't care because it was like prophesying to the people of Wenatchee and East Wenatchee to live, hear the word of the Lord. This is what he said, live. So I'm like you, I'm there with you, the flailing women.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of being crazy women, I'm going to throw in my, the song that's been like, Oh my gosh, the last 24 hours I've been listening to this repeat nonstop. Um, It's by an artist that I've never, okay, I've never heard of her before, so I'm probably going to butcher her name, but if she ever wanted to come on this podcast and correct how I pronounce her name, I'm (laughs) really excited because I am so in love with this song, like seriously. Um, It's called You Still Do by or Terrian, Um, it's spelled T-E-R-R-I-A-N, it's a single that just came out. Um, I'm going to read a couple of the lyrics because it talks about being kind of crazy, right? She says, well, I remember when I danced at the altar. I didn't care if it cost me a friend or two. I remember getting baptized in cold water, but rising with a fire in my soul. The same power now and forever. No, you're not through. Same words can speak to the mountains and make them move. I know the God of the old is the God of the new. I know that you did it then and you still do. You still do. Do you remember the roar of a choir as they praised him for hours and he f- he'd he fill the room. Oh, I remember when they told her she had cancer and we didn't have the answers, but where there's three or two, the same power now and forever, you're not through. Wow. And it's just this amazing mm-hmm. declaration. It kind of reminds me of Waymaker in the sense that it's just declaring mm-hmm. back to God who he is, even in the midst of so much uncertainty and reminding herself of you know, those times when we are gathered together and as believers i i don't know anyone who hasn't had an experience where you just know the, the holy spirit just has filled your life in a way that you're like oh my gosh it's so real yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. real and um, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now being isolated from one another so um, those experiences of gathering together and being built up and um, you know having the power of of a body of christ you know we're we're not able to do that in the same way right now, and a lot of us are missing that. But um, another song that's been really encouraging to me is um, the blessing. Have you guys mm, been watching those? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, good. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes, because there's something yeah. about when people come together and talk about the goodness of God and just yeah. um, you know bask in that presence. So anyway, um, those are the resources for today. Final question: I always ask this. Um, the Finding Something Real podcast, Michelle and Kim, is about a journey towards restoration or redemption, eternity, authenticity, and love of those gifts that we can find in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Which stands out to you the most in your life right now and why? I'll start with Kim.
2: I like, I don't even know what. So, what, what the Lord is speaking to me about a lot um, is faith and. I know that he is having me to t- reach up, like on my tiptoes. Um, that's kind of the way I see to reach for faith. That's um, that's restorative, and not not only, like I said, because I'm an intercessor. So it's not restorative just for me in my life or my family, but it's um, it's that restorative faith that I can't see. And I can't reach, but the God of the Bible, the God of the Old Testament, where he had 300 people for Gideon and where, I mean, just the, the he's the God of the impossible. And so I'm reaching that faith, that God of the impossible, that restoration of that faith. Um, and he's stretching me, he's stretching me. And I think that's just what he does. He stretches us because we're not God and when we think we've reached a place of comfort and contentment, where we can just sit in our rocking chairs and like watch the river flow, he's like, "Ah, oh, that's not what I have for you." And um, and it talks about in Hebrews eleven where it's the faith chapter, and then it talks about where uh, all by faith all of these people did did everything that they did. Because God asked them to do it, but God did it through them, and so they gave glory to God. And then the Lord credited to them as righteousness. And righteousness is being in right relationship and with the Lord. and that's that's what I want. I want it to my faith, the faith that I'm reaching for, the restorative faith, um, to to credit to me as righteousness in the Lord's kingdom.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. I love the word restoration because I—I I, that's my story, <laughs> that's my testimony. Is it's um it's a story of of redemption, deep re- deep redemption through the Father's love, and um, I, it, it took me a long time to believe the truth that no reputation is beyond redemption. And, um, and all of that is found in the father's love. And, um, I, I just want to share this, this quotes, uh, really quick for the man or woman that's out there again, just kind of questioning and wondering what this whole redemption and love and authenticity. And what is this even about? One of my favorite quotes comes from Charles Spurgeon. And he once said that nothing teaches us about the preciousness of the creator as much as when we learn the emptiness of everything else, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, I just love that 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 has impacted my journey um, with the Father in a really deep and precious way. But I think that you know when we when we really really understand the depth of His love and His grace and His mercy and His forgiveness and His redemption the beautiful thing is it's like this ripple effect. You know, I mean, I, I pray continuously, like I, I know you too do because I know you and I know your heart. It's Like, Lord, I make me a reflection of who you are. Make, mm-hmm. make my, my words reflect your words, make my thoughts be a reflection of your thoughts, my actions and so forth. And the truth is that, um, I, I love what Michael Koulianos said. Um, He's a a preacher in, I think in Florida, but we had an opportunity to listen to him um, preach in California, I think last summer. But he said, we love people best when we love Jesus most. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we can't get to that point until we accept his love for us. Mm The mm-hmm. agape perfect love, which is found in our redemption story. Mm-hmm. So um I I would say, yeah, just the um digging deep into that restorative, authentic love of God, and it just changes everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you both are very wise women and I think anyone listening right now knows why you're my (laughs) friends. And um, I really appreciate you both taking the time and sharing from your hearts and sharing the things that God has done in your lives. So um, thank you for being here and until next time. Thank you for listening to the Finding Something Real podcast. If you love this series or even if you're simply finding it moderately entertaining while living the limbo quarantine life. Hey, that works too. Hit subscribe and come back next week when I'll probably be talking with another guest about finding something real in times of detours and disappointments. And if you're on Instagram, please come find me. I share Instagram Live weekly podcast recaps at Janelle underscore M underscore Wood most every Friday at 11.45 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So please join me for questions and fun live awkwardness. (laughs) You can also find some study guides I've created that I hope add joy and encouragement and challenge to you during this time. You can find those on my website at janellewood.com. Just look for Clarity 2020 at the top of the page. And now, just so you know, if you only remember one thing about this podcast, I hope that it's this, no matter who you are, Jesus Christ loves you and you have a purpose. May you truly believe it, friend. Until next time.